0: Welcome to the Greenville Smart Podcast. I'm Elaine McNamara, your host, the director of Greenville Smart and the executive director of the Greenville Chamber of Commerce. With me today, as always, is our producer Deloitte Cole. And our special guest today is, well, I don't know how to say this. You're, you're a bit of everything. An entrepreneur, a <laughs> chef, yep. your Briner board member. Yes. Um, you are Eric Heckman. Welcome.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad to be here.
0: We're glad to have you. We're very excited. Um, for those of you who don't know Eric plays a very key part in the Greenville SMART initiative and and the building that we're calling the SMART Center. Uh, we'll get to that, but we want to get a little bit of a background so people can uh, know who you are, sure. how you got into uh, food service and um, and into and being an entrepreneur in the food service industry. Sure. Where did you get your start?
1: Well, uh, it's a pretty interesting start. Um, coming out of high school, I, I thought I was going to go to school to be uh, basically, like a mechanical engineer. Wow. So, I was in Rolla, uh, Missouri, uh, let's see, ninety six, ninety seven, mm-hmm. And I quickly realized that I was not meant to be an engineer at <laughs> all in my <laughs> life. So, uh, you know, I really prayed about it a lot. And uh, my faith is a big part of my life. And so, I was really felt a calling into uh, going to a Bible college. So, when I went, so I transferred schools to Springfield. Um, and then when Springfield, Missouri, my undergrad, c- completed that, had a great time, then went straight into grad school. So I actually have a master's degree in, uh, so it's a master's degree in the- theological studies, so wow. maths. So I'm technically a theologian in the, in the food industry, entrepreneurial r- world. Um, but as I was going through uh, my entire schooling, I, I had to have jobs. Sure. And so I, I had to pay my way through school. And, and through that process, um, it just kind of was a natural fit for me to go into some restaurants. Uh, my first job, restaurant job I ever had, was in Pizza Hut, um, fast food. wasn't really my cup of tea. I gained a ton of weight because I ate pizza every <laughs> single day. It was great. I mean, I ate a lot of pizza in uh, in those two semesters. But after that, then when I moved to Springfield, I, I I was looking for a job, and a friend of mine worked at a Chinese buffet. Cause in Springfield. Um, it's known for Mexican restaurants and Chinese food. I uh, yeah, so there was a ton of, at that time, there was a ton of Chinese and Mexican restaurants. So I got a job working at a Chinese buffet to pay my, my way through school. And quickly, um, some things happened uh, at the restaurant. And within a few months, the owner asked me if I could basically manage his restaurant. It was a very large wow. restaurant. And I was 18 years old Oh my gosh! at the time. So I needed the money um i w- i wasn't scared of work and i just said yes to it not knowing what i was getting myself into uh it was crazy how busy this restaurant was we would uh just on the weekends we would do uh like a, on a normal friday night about 400 to 500 people would come through that restaurant oh, wow. so it was an extremely busy buffet restaurant we were on our feet like crazy so i learned how to work fast learned how to work hard and going into my masters degree um I met my, my now wife at the time, and her brother owned some restaurants in Springfield. And we weren't, I just kind of met her, so uh, knowing that I got a job at his restaurant as a server, uh, just because it was an easier position to have instead of trying to manage a restaurant and go through grad school. Sure. Uh, so I was serving at, at his restaurant. So I had done a little bit and everything, and all the positions, and my mom owned a couple of restaurants. At uh, When I finished with school, and I had my first business um, as a tutoring center. So I went from uh, master's degree in theology, working in restaurants, and uh, with my mom with her restaurant. And my first business that I created at 22 was a tutoring center.
0: What? Where was that? In
1: Springfield as oh, well. Okay. So I got out, and you know, uh, I was looking for jobs, and nothing had really had been attractive for me, and I was just meeting my wife as well. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to stay in in that area, and to do that in in order to make a living, because I was already tutoring kids on the side at night after I would finish all the work and after all my studies, after everything else. So I would do uh, tutoring as a side hustle. um, I turned that into a business.
0: That's fantastic.
1: Yeah, so that's how I got my start in the food industry. And through that, and then getting, then started my first business when I was 22, I had it for three years and I was able to sell it. Um, I was able to, to run it up to a certain point of success, have it for that time and then put it on the market and it sold extremely quickly. Um, wow. I was really shocked, it was within a week. Somebody had come in oh and had, had bought the business and then that's kind of started me on this really, this drive for entrepreneurship. So it's so kind of all tied in together between the food, entrepreneurship, uh, theology, my faith, everything is, is kind of all in the mix yes. there
0: kind of magical how that works it's, it's uh, something powerful is obviously leading you when that happens yeah how did you get from Springfield to the other side of the state
1: well um my wife was working with her brother uh at his restaurant I had just sold uh, my business and we my wife being a phenomenal chef I mean I I, I know how to cook I I'm pretty good um But she's phenomenal and so she really had a drive to do something on her own and i wanted to kind of like test the waters in a bigger market as well so our goal was to move to st louis in order to open up uh our our first restaurant and we did that we worked really hard we saved as much as we could and i it was we we didn't know it was going to be a really bad time because that was uh, the recession of 2008 when we actually opened but we moved to st louis in 2006 and it took that that amount of time to find the, the location Uh, for the restaurant and my in into St. Louis because when I sold my business, I got into uh, the the financial world. I was with, with, uh, I worked a couple years with uh, Morgan Stanley. So I was with Morgan Stanley as a broker. Um, I wanted to kind of learn the whole finance world. I was really interested in it. And you're kind of your own boss in in that field as well. That was my in into St. Louis. And then the recession happened. And I was a brand new person there. They didn't really need me. We had goals of trying to do our own business anyhow, so it was actually really good timing for me to kind of make my exit strategy out of the financial uh, realm and then into back into the restaurant world. And we just went gung ho. We put every penny we had into the restaurant. uh, Broke as a joke. (laughs) No money for marketing. Uh, You know, when we got the whole place built, uh, the uh, the economy had tanked. I mean, you talk about being nervous and scared, uh, so we would, you know, we we had a computer, we had a printer, we'd type up, print out as many flyers as we could, I'd walk around the streets of Clayton, Missouri, uh, and just hand out stuff, hey, we got a new restaurant, come visit us. Um, and the first six months was absolutely scary, like insanely scary, because we were so slow. And then something kicked, I, I don't know what it was, I think it was just the passion my wife has into all her food, it's phenomenal, um, and then, you know me being in the front of the house or the back of the house we just make a great team and uh something kicked people started to talk about it how good the food was and then we just went from super slow to crazy busy that's
0: fantastic yeah there was
1: no there was no in between <laughs>
0: oh my gosh well, yeah. the, the right word of mouth you know right. you can really let it explode that's mm-hmm. amazing and so tell everyone uh, about that restaurant what the, the name and yeah
1: so it it's called uh, Tani Sushi Bistro. It's in St. Louis. Um, We it was established in 2000. Really established in 2006 when we came to St. Louis. We didn't fully open till 2008. Still there now. We expanded twice uh, since we've been in uh, Clayton Uh, five years ago. We moved into where we're at now, which is a pretty large spot. Um, It's been great. It's primarily sushi, but we do uh, Asian fusion, Japanese. Uh, cuisine Japanese fare okay. so yeah it's full full service a little bit upscale yeah. uh, pretty trendy spot it's it's really fun yeah
0: yeah it, everyone says great things about it and uh, it's exciting and um, that's I guess through the restaurant is kinda of what led you to us or us to you or
1: yeah you know, I, well I, so I I was taking a break I've been uh, part-time in the ministry um, ever since, probably about 17 years old. And I was kind of taking a break. I had a little bit of a falling out with the church I was working at. Um, So my wife and I just decided we want to be fed when we go to church outside of just serving for all those years. So we end up going to – the gathering for a short time right. where Scott Giffen, uh, his wife, is the pastor at. Okay. And we really enjoy that church. So we were there, uh, got to meet Evie, his wife, and then Scott. And Scott and I just became fast friends. And he was telling me about um, him coming back to Greenville. Mm-hmm. And I was, where in the world's Greenville? <laughs> um, and he was telling me about it, all the exciting stuff, everything. And then he invited me to come over one time. And I was able to speak to the uh, the business class, right. which was a blast. And they took me on the great tour, had some pizza, uh, which is what everyone has.
0: Which pizza did you have? Was it Mario's?
1: <laughs> we had, yeah, we had Mario's. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, no, no, actually, I take that back. I'm sorry. We had, um, they they gave us dinner inside the dining hall, oh, okay. that really nice room. Uh-huh. Uh, and so the chef brought out uh, like a three, four-course meal, which was amazing. Um, I hope I didn't make him nervous. I think he was a little nervous because <laughs> sure. he about me. But um, so we had a great meal there. But everyone's talking about the pizza. So on our way out, we had uh, stopped and got some pizza. <laughs>
0: everyone does.
1: Yeah. yeah, I had a try. <laughs> was talking about the pizza in Greenville. So anyhow, um, so that's how I got introduced. And then Scott and I, uh, because I was going to the church, we we're talking some more. And then, you know, they asked me to see if I would be interested in in being on the advisory board of the the Briner School. the Briner Board. Yeah, so uh, I I thought about it for for a little bit because my schedule was so busy. I wasn't really sure. Uh, I was already involved in a couple boards and I, and I was, you know, thinking about how, how am I going to handle all this stuff and then being on another board and really being dedicated to the board. Because for me to be on a board, I just don't want to just, you know, be a name on, right. on a piece of paper. I really want to be involved if I'm going to be a part of that board. I really want to believe in it as well, which is... Um, I don't know, I, 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 have, I've, I know a lot of people who are on t- 20 boards or 10 boards, you know, sure. and I don't know how they can manage what they do, and then plus being on so many boards, but so I, I'm on very few, but what I want, what I am a part of, I really want to be a part of, uh, you know, I want to be in, and I want pretty to know, active. yeah, we'll yeah. Be, be pretty active, and so that's how we heard about Greenville Smart, the whole project, the first floor was really uh, stage for food and entertainment mm-hmm. type of stuff, with a stage, restaurant, Uh, They were asking me some questions about the restaurant space and then evolved into um, asking questions about the restaurant space to uh, what would you put in in that kind of space to would you put something into that space (laughs) to, you know. So it really uh, started to evolve uh, over the course of several months. And, um, yeah, it's it's been a great project. It's been really fun. It's exciting to see because I'm from a small town. I grew up in a really small town. Uh, it's right outside of Fort Leonardwood, uh, the, the okay. army base in Missouri. So it's called, uh, Waynesville, St. Robert. There's two little towns that are close to each other. Mm-hmm. And then surrounding that are even smaller towns. Um, so I grew up there. The population of the town was like 5,000, oh, so n- know. not including the, 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 big army base. Oh, right. So, uh, yeah, I'm from the, the sticks of Missouri. Um, grew up all my buddy. I, I'm not a I don't know how to hunt or fish very well, but all my friends do. Yeah. Um <laughs> yeah, you know, everyone had a pickup truck. <laughs> yeah, I come from the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We would always go on the farms and you know, my all my buddies there, their parents had farms and cows and we're bailing hay in the summertime, making money. So when I came to Greenville, I really was kind of like, Oh, this reminds me a lot of where of how I grew up and, and where I grew up. My my wife's from Seoul and when I brought her for the first time. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) yeah. She was just—I don't know. (laughs) It was really different for her, and she, as we were leaving the first time, she really asked me. She said, "Uh, "Did you really grow up in a place, a town like this?" I said, "Yeah, I did." Uh, It's kind of—it's kind of cute and funny because she had, you know, all she's seen is tall buildings. Well, the smallest I think she's seen was Springfield, where we came from, Um, because she in the states she was Chicago, Atlanta. Springfield and St. Louis. So yeah. the smallest place she's been in in the States has really just been Springfield, Missouri.
0: Yeah, and then second would have been St. Louis or Atlanta. Yeah, so well, this, Saint, yeah, second for sure, St. Louis. Uh, yeah.
1: St. Louis sounds big, but it's really gotten small.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's one of those small, big cities or whatever. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely.
0: So Greenville got you, and it held on to you, mm-hmm. and Greenville University as well, Briner Board, you've been involved, and that's where I first met you was at yeah. the Briner Board meeting. And I know um, that's where my story with Greenville Smart started. And your name was always on the top of the list to ask for advice and ask for, <laughs> do you think he'll be involved? Do you think, uh, yeah, you know, what he, was he interested in it? And then you, you took it on and it's becoming a reality. And mm-hmm. uh, the excitement is building. Yeah. And uh, Welcoming something new mm-hmm. and inventive and just creative and a, just a different taste altogether for Greenville. So, can you tell us a little bit about what it's going yeah, to be? Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, so initially when we started, uh, we wanted to be you know to bring in something fairly progressive into mm-hmm. the town. Um, we did a little bit of research. We drove around a little bit and and we saw. I mean, it you know for for a small town, it's great. You have mm-hmm. you know you have your typical fast food stuff and you have your you you know some some really cool small spot uh, places that people who live here they own you know they're part of that whole thing so we thought well we should bring in some different flavors and be a little bit progressive because that's what greenville smart is all about it's an extremely progressive building for where for where it is and for what it is you know to be an incubator building uh, in a town uh, which is is not an insult it's a compliment but in a town of this size Mm -hmm. is not common you just don't see that Uh, St. Louis has a very large incubator in in the cortex, Um, and it's taken off, but you just don't see incubator buildings in small towns uh, because nobody knows what to do with them, you know? And so to be a part of it, I I, I was really excited. I've always been kind of like a little edgy, and I always wanted to be on the edge of things and new things, and that's what Greenville Smart is all about. So we thought to To kind of play with that, we were going to be very narrow uh, with our food options. so it was originally going to be because there's a big trend all over the country for um it's called uh, poke uh-huh. yeah, so we we're just going to do straight poke, um, which is marinated seafood uh, on rice pretty much with uh, you can add some stuff to it, veggies and whatever. Uh, but then we as we started to really work with the menu. And my wife is, is, being the chef she is, and she, so she makes all the sauces uh, at our restaurant, the salad dressing, cool. et cetera. So she has a really great uh, talent for sauce and, and a phenomenal palate. So she was starting to evolve into, well, let me, let me work with these flavors and these flavors, but those just don't work with seafood. Those work uh-huh. with like proteins like chicken and beef and pork. And then, then we were like, well, we need to create something a little bit more diverse. So we've created a concept that is, uh, I think it's going to be pretty cool. It's, uh, it's basically, a, it's a bowl concept. Uh-huh. So you can come in and you choose whatever your base is. So we're going to have, like 10 signatures and and people can modify but it's going to have an asian influence to it but not completely so there's going to be some influences from like chinese flavors korean flavors japanese hawaiian um you know it could be like a barbecue sauce too you know i mean we're just working on a lot of stuff so it's a bowl concept with signature bowls some side dishes uh, a couple sliders uh, uh, a couple different wing Wing recipes, yeah, you know, <laughs> because it's a small town, and plus athletics are big here. Yeah, and who doesn't like a good wing with watching sports? Yeah, right. So we figured that we need to, we need to hold true to to the town a little bit, and so, um, but it's going to be extremely digitized. Uh, we're working on some technology. In fact, I have meetings with uh, the guys at, at Worldwide Technology, oh, and good. we're so we we have a POS system that. We're we, that already has its core, but we're going to be working on, um, since it's a fast, casual restaurant, we want to hold true. And with the modern day, it's all about uh, being on your phone, app ordering Uh, online ordering. So we're gonna have a a kiosk so people can come in order through kiosk, they can order from the counter, online ordering or app ordering. The app ordering will take a little bit longer so it might be after we actually open Mm -hmm. the space but it's going to be for convenience, higher quality bowl concept for convenience so people can come in sit there or they can in order from the kiosk where Mm -hmm. they can pre-order come in, pick up but everything is notified through your phone. So all text messages so Mm -hmm. if throughout the process hey, your order is being prepared your order is done Text message, come pick it up. Boom, that's amazing. you come in out. You can pay pay over the phone, pay over online. So you just come in, pick up, and you don't have to worry about swiping or anything like that. So we really want to stay true to what Greenwell Smart is yeah. and be extremely progressive. Um, and we'll see.
0: Yeah, that's exciting. That's yeah. something completely different. Mm-hmm. And of course, the idea of the bulls with the different. I like that you're embracing uh, other cultures and other flavors. And yeah. And it's something comforting about that too that's a comfort food with a modern twist to it yeah yeah mm-hmm. it sure
1: is I and you know the and it's it's Asian inspired just because we do a lot with Asian food I mean my uh, we're, we're Korean we own a Japanese restaurant uh, but we eat a lot of Asian food my wife cooks a lot of Asian different culture food so we want to incorporate because there's so many great flavors all over the world um, that we want to try to you know incorporate the menu will change uh, uh, occasionally, uh, it won't stay the same. You know, we'll see what what works, what's popular, and we'll keep those items. But we do want to do something that's fairly seasonal, and uh, you know, really encourage diversity and oh, people sure. traveling the world. So we're not. It's not going to be so much set up to be super authentic to that country, just because we can't. Right. Uh, and I don't think that it really fits our, our what what the model is. So we're not trying to create. Um, you know uh, this this Chinese dish that's going to taste like you're in mainland China by any means, right. but we want to have it be inspired by that, so people can really come and uh, see you know different cultures.
0: That's exciting, and there and is a name we we did
1: rocket bowls. Yep, rocket Bulls. <laughs> yeah, and
0: and this, my understanding, mm-hmm. and correct me if I'm wrong, because sometimes I am. Um, it this could be the start of a chain.
1: Yeah. Um, so. Uh, unofficially this the, the Greenville smart project is going to kind of be a beta test for us it's
0: like an incubator for you yeah
1: exactly um, so we're going to because the technology is going to be a little bit difficult uh-huh. uh, to be honest so in order to get all aspects of the technology, I think this is a great building to do it at mm-hmm. because this is what it promotes. It promotes uh, being progressive, it promotes technology, it mm-hmm. promotes everything like that. And um, with the with the size of town, we will have the time and we'll have, be able to work on different kinks. We're, we're gonna have kinks, and that's why we have always backup systems. So, yeah. I mean, we'll have a cash register for, <laughs> and yeah. we'll have a credit, <laughs> uh, old school, uh, a swiper, you know. So, so if there is ever a kink in the system and the technology we can always have a plan B but we really need want to figure this technology out and how to make all aspects work because there's a big security issue of online so we have to be cognizant of the security uh, of the hacking of of all these kind of things so uh, trying to incorporate multiple areas of technology into a fast casual uh, and so to hold true to the fast that's why we the name is what it is yeah Uh, so it's and um, we wanted to keep it a general name because we didn't want it to be, you know, an Asian name. So people thought, well, it's just that. Right. Because we want to be diverse in our menu as well. And we want to have the opportunity to change. Yeah, and you're not yeah. pigeonholing yourself. That's right. You? That's right. right. So, uh, but yeah, so we, we're, and uh, we have uh, loyalty programs, which are really cool. We have, I'm working with uh, um, a gal who, who, like, is able to, Put all the calories on the food. Oh,
0: okay, so okay. if
1: everyone is is calorie conscious, they can have their own like rocket diet like or that. something like that. And mm-hmm. so yeah, we're really incorporating some kind of gimmicky, fun stuff, which I think people like because you know everyone goes to. The, to me, I, I think of it as like a Chick Fil A, Starbucks world, sure. right? Everyone loves Chick-fil-A because the customer service is great. They're super fast mm-hmm. at what they do, and it's high-quality food. Mm-hmm. And Starbucks, because they customize everything. So you that's go right. into a Starbucks, and you're like, well, soy, milk, double exp- shots, or right. whatever you want to yeah. do, right? You <laughs> can customize, yeah. So we're going to have – that's that's what we're, we're trying to set up to be is we want good customer service, high-quality food, being really fast, being very um, – uh, efficient in the ordering and payment system, and then be able to modify. So if you like the protein, if you like, oh, that chicken dish sounds good, mm-hmm. but I don't like these other items that are with it, you can modify from there.
0: That's pretty great. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you get to get out there, you'll get to try a lot of different varieties of, I mean, make, making it your own, Yeah. but with the signature sauces and... Yeah. Uh,
1: and I think I think people will like the sauces, I hope. Oh, I'm sure. If not, then they can lie to me and just <laughs> just just, just, just <laughs> tell me it's good. That's all you have to do.
0: <laughs> if you don't like one, just try another. You're going to find something yeah, you like, for yeah. sure. It's very exciting. Um, there's going to be also, it's going to be in an atmosphere where we, we may have uh, musical uh, entertainment at some point, mm-hmm. some speakers, series, um, a nice, just casual seating area. Uh, and people will get to take a little peek at this yeah. on October 18th mm-hmm. at the Panther Palooza and are you going to be there offering up some y- yeah some well, we're with making you? some
1: some attempts uh the, the, we're still working with, with the kitchen part of it so to transport from St. Louis is a little difficult so we're we're, we're making some attempts i'm not 100% on the 18th but 19th for sure oh yes yeah, right. yeah. so the 19th is, is a guarantee the 18th is still 50/50 um, but at least people will get to see the space, right. which is really nice. Uh, I, was, I stopped by in today, and from last from last time till this time, the amount of work that's been done, it's enormous. It, um, it really has come together. It really very is. nice. Um, it it's very sleek. Uh, very modern. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. just from the lights. It has that industrial sleek feel to it with, like, the white tiles in the kitchen. Yeah. Looks... The subway feel. I, I yeah, mean, it's just really this, cool. It's it, really cool.
0: It really does. It's coming, mm-hmm. it, I just took a peek yesterday. and I had not been in the building in a while. And, folks, you'll get to see it. You'll get to take that peek on October 18th. Um, If you were in the building before it all started, you're really going to be stunned. It's completely different. Right, and
1: then second, third floor, too. It's amazing what the—I remember walking into it prior to any work being done Mm -hmm. and seeing where it's at now. I'm excited for the third floor as well because of that kitchen, that demonstration kitchen. Yeah, I was telling Breck that— I mean, I could actually be there all day long. I could do a, a demonstration in the kitchen.
0: You could start your own cooking show. Yeah. <laughs> you could become the next yes. Food Network star from Greenville Smart. Uh,
1: maybe I don't know. <laughs> I, I know. think that's already going to happen. Sure. But um, but then you go to the podcast station. Yeah. You know, then I could uh, just do my podcast from the studio on the second floor. And then go down the first floor and, and run the business. Yeah. I thought like this is this is great building for me, right?
0: And when you're not working, which will be never, you could go down to, and play some esports with the guys down there in the basement.
1: Oh, uh, you know what? <laughs> so this is <laughs> what? just because I'm Asian doesn't mean I know how to play. i <laughs> Not <laughs> no, <I'm> kidding.
0: <laughs> I was not going no. there.
1: <laughs> but <laughs> I'm horrible. I'm horrible at video games.
0: Well, then maybe you could learn from these uh, guys. I can I watch. I like watching it. I
1: for sure like. I though. I don't play. Yeah, I I always when you know when you're young you always play video games and you think that you're so good, but I'm horrible at video games.
0: I got to brag on myself again. Have I brought this up before on the podcast? I think, so. I, think I have. Are you I good? am the 1982, uh, Champ Farmington Missouri <laughs> champion of Asteroids. Thank you very much. <laughs> what was the
1: prize for that?
0: It was a twenty-five dollar gift certificate to the Walmart.
1: That's a lot and 82? in eighty-two. In
0: 1982,
1: yeah. Twenty-five dollars will get you. Far at Walmart.
0: I, I tell you, it was Even today it'll get you far. Even today. Do you remember <laughs>
1: what you bought with that?
0: I, I did because my sister was having a wedding shower and my brother was having a baby shower and I bought gifts for my for both of those. I remember that because my mother brags about my selflessness after <laughs> being the champion. Um, that's funny. <laughs> so, that's great. So, so you can't judge a book by, a co- by its cover because yeah. I walked in and all the boys laughed at me. But I showed them. Yeah. So that's why I'm the director of Greenville Smart today.
1: <laughs> maybe we'll, we'll, maybe we'll yeah. start an asteroids team maybe we can, maybe yeah. we'll go old school you could be the coach <laughs> there yeah, you if go they, if they did some old school stuff down there with a very simple yeah. joystick or c- controller should, you, should, you just plug you into them you plug the in and screen? two buttons A, B and up, down, left, right that, I think you, I'm Eric, okay
0: we're gonna play some Pac-Man hmm. and some asteroids and maybe even yeah. some Space Invaders
1: I'm <laughs> down I okay. mean I used to have an Atari too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's the
1: best <laughs> that's the best yeah
0: well, I want to I want to say thank you for joining me sure. here today. Sure, absolutely,
1: it's been my pleasure.
0: This has been fun, and now I know so much more about. I knew some of that, but I wanted yeah. you to share your story. But I didn't know all of it, and I didn't yeah. know that we're both from Missouri, so that's pretty cool.
1: Is that right? Yeah, part Farmington, you were born Farmington, yeah.
0: Farmington. Yeah, and my uh, well, I can tell you about that later. Sure. <laughs> there's a there's a Rala connection too with our family oh, right? too. Yeah, oh, when yeah. you mentioned that, so. I I do want to thank you for being here and thank you folks for listening and taking the time to listen to the Greenville Smart Podcast. Um, You'll get a chance to meet Eric very soon.
1: Yes, very soon. I'll be around a lot.
0: Yes, he will. And we're all excited about that. It's the town is a buzz, I have to say. And (laughs) so so, uh, we look forward to uh, seeing you the weekend of uh, Greenville Homecoming. Everyone else, like I said, come out and say hi. And thank you, Deloitte, for being here as always and making this happen. And we will talk to you again soon. The Greenville Smart Podcast is brought to you by Rocket Bowls, by Greenville University, and the Greenville Chamber of Commerce. Have a great day.